Beautiful souls, welcome to the Let's Talk Healing Podcast, where we are here to educate, motivate, and inspire you how to identify, recover from a toxic, abusive relationship, how to take back your power and rebuild your sense of self with boldness, energy, and authority. Who am I? I am Michelle Boyd, certified life coach, women's empowerment strategist, and CEO of Heaven Sent Life Coaching, LLC. Available on Amazon Music, Google Podcast, and Spotify. Are you struggling with brokenness? Baby, let me help you fix your crime. Ready? Let's go. Hello, beautiful souls, and welcome to another episode of the Let's Talk Healing Podcast. I am your host, Michelle Boyd. If this is your first time tuning in, I am a certified life coach. I'm a women's empowerment strategist. I am a survivor of domestic violence. Thank you for tuning in. I appreciate you. I am grateful. I am humbled that you took the time out of your busy day to check in and see what we are talking about today. Don't forget to subscribe. Click the subscribe button so you can catch when the next episode drops uh, every second and fourth Saturday at 7 p.m. Or I just may do an impromptu. Um, Shout out to little Kim. I've been gone for a minute, but I'm back again. This is the jump off. I've been in transition. I've been pivoting. I've been waiting to get back to you guys. And I'm glad to be back. Today, we are speaking on narcissism. Uh, it's a word that has surfaced over uh, the past few years, and really, in in addition to mental health, helping people identify what narcissism is, um, how it uh, the um, how it forms, you know, where how does it come? From, where does it come from? How does a person become narcissist? Uh, narcissistic? Are they born with it? Is it something in their DNA? Um, And also, too, um, you know, we're talking about healing from abusive, toxic relationships. It can also apply to family members as well. But how to identify what causes it and how we as an individual, how we can deal with that person, because sometimes it may not be just an intimate relationship. It could also be a family member. It could be a friend. It could be someone on your job. So this is something that. Uh, the Mayo Clinic has deemed as narcissistic personality disorder. And I'm reading from an article that the Mayo Clinic has for regarding narcissistic personality disorder. Narcissistic personality disorder is a mental health condition in which people have an unreasonably high sense of their own importance. So think of someone you may know or someone you may have encountered in your lifetime that may fall under this category. These are people who are usually, um, they lack empathy, uh, they're self-centered, they always, you know, the people that boast and brag and always have to let people know what they're doing. And sometimes it's true and sometimes it's not. So this is, you know, think of someone that may have crossed your path. Back to the article, they need and seek too much attention and want people to admire them. So think about somebody who may, you know, uh, always has to be in the spotlight and be admired for what they're doing or what they have done for someone else. 
People with this disorder may lack the ability to understand or care about the feelings of others, but behind this mask of extreme confidence, they are not sure of their self-worth and are easily upset by the slightest criticism. So if there's someone who falls under that category, someone, you know, they, they, these people are really, they really have low self-esteem. So they, they do things or they have actions or say things to put other people down in order to make themselves feel better, if that makes sense. A narcissistic personality causes problems in many areas of life, not just in in an intimate relationship, but also other relationships such as relationships, work, school, or financial matters. People with narcissistic personality disorder may be generally unhappy. Remember, low energy, low energy, and disappointed when they are not given the special favors or admiration that they believe they deserve. They may find their relationships troubled and unfulfilling, and other people may not enjoy being around them. Treatment for narcissistic personality disorder centers around talk about therapy. It's also called psychotherapy. So these people usually need to go to a psychotherapist um, to sort out their issues, to first identify that, first realize that, you know, there's a problem and to find out what the root cause of it um, may be. The, pur- the purpose I'm bringing this to your attention is sometimes it's not always us. It's that person. And there's at the root of every problem, there's, there's an issue that has not been resolved or even addressed. Back to the article, narcissistic personality disorder affects more males than females. And it often begins in the teens or early adulthood. Some children may show traits of narcissism, but this is often typical for their age and doesn't mean that they will go on to develop narcissistic develop a personality disorder. So think about, you know, just because a child may exhibit these personality traits as a child or as a teenager doesn't mean that they will grow into it. It, um, in addition to, you know, sometimes personality, narcissistic personality disorder, it may be genetic. However, it's it's also a learned behavior. And any behavior that is learned can be unlearned, but the person has to have a willing to, un, to first recognize that there is a problem or an issue and be willing to seek help and do the work to get the behavior they desire, which is a better personality to be um, more welcoming to others or to those around them. So some symptoms of narcissistic personality disorder are, they can be severe, but they can also vary. People with this disorder can have an unreasonably sense unreasonably high sense of self-importance and require constant excessive admiration. They feel they deserve privileges and special treatment. They expect to be recognized as superior even without achievements. They make achievements and talents seem bigger than they really are. They can be preoccupied with fantasies about success, power, brilliance, beauty, or even the perfect mate. Someone with this dis- disorder um, 
can't, they have box thinking. So in their mind, they get what the, the perfect mate of what they look for. And if that person doesn't fall under ABC and such and so forth, then, okay, well, this person is not for me. People have to realize that we're human. We all have flaws. I always say, embrace your flawlessness. We all have flaws. And we have to learn how to accept people or meet people where they are. And if they're, if they have low energy, if they have narcissistic personality disorder, that's where they are. Now, these people, people with narcissistic personality disorder are not necessarily always a bad person because deep down they can have a, a really good heart. They can have good intentions, but because they have this disorder and they have that box thinking, it prevents them from being, um, allowing themselves to be vulnerable to to someone in an intimate relationship or even a familial relationship, it prevents them from being able to flourish or evolve. The symptoms, again, um, these uh, people with this disorder believe they are superior to o- or others and can only spend time with or be understood by equally special people. So if someone works in corporate America and let's just say a man meets who who has worked in corporate America and they meet a woman who they find attractive. However, she may only, she may not work in corporate America. I'm not putting anyone's profession down, but let's just say that the female does not work in corporate America. A person with narcissistic disorder will look down on this person as being less or not equal to them. So those are some of the things to look for. Back to the symptoms. Uh, People with this disorder can be critical of and look down on people they feel are not important. So if, let's say, you know, back to the corporate, uh, I'm going to refer to the corporate male. Let's say the corporate male goes out on a date and uh, the server comes and the server makes a mistake or something like that. Um. And the male makes a negative comment to to the server. Oh, I'm going to take that out of your your tip. Now, how would you feel if some, you know, you're doing your best, you might not be having the best day. And you encounter a, I'm talking about in regards to being a server at a restaurant. Let's say that, you know, you dropped some dishes or you messed up a few orders earlier that day. And then you encounter this a customer who makes a comment, oh, I'm going to take that out of your pay. Now, you know, we life happens to everyone. And sometimes that just that comment right there, I'm going to take it out of your pay out of your tip. That just might be the breaking point for that person. So that's why people with this disorder, they lack empathy. We don't know what that other person has been going through that day. And to make a comment like that, that person might be on the, the verge of being evicted. That person might be on the last five diapers for their baby at at home. So these people, like as I mentioned before, they just lack empathy. Back to the symptoms. Um, they expect special favors. 
people with narcissistic personality disorder. They expect special favors and expect people, other people to do what they want without questioning and questioning them. In other words, do as I say, not as I do. And my way is the right way or no way. They take advantage of others to get what they want. They have an inability or unwillingness to recognize a recognize the needs and feelings of others. So as I said before, they lack empathy. People with this disorder can be envious of others and believe in their minds that other people envy them for the things that they have. Now, these people might be very successful financially. Um, back to the corporate mail, you know, they might have a prestigious position. They may have, you know, their home, everything is, is decorated nicely. Their, their wardrobe is nice, you know, all those types of things. But they believe in their mind that other people envy what they have, not realizing that the next person can have the same amount of material things that they do, right? People with this disorder behave in an arrogant way. They brag a lot and come across as conceited. So think about if that's somebody that you may have come across in your lifetime. They insist on having the best of everything. For instance, the best car, the best office, the best home. They want to live in a prestigious neighborhood. They look down on other neighborhoods as, you know, not not for them. But at the same time, people with narcissistic personality disorder have trouble handling anything they view as criticism. They can give it, but they can't take it. So here are some examples. They can become impatient or angry when they don't receive special recognition or treatment for anything that they've done or said. They have major problems interacting with others and easily feel slighted. They react with rage or contempt and try to belittle other people to make themselves appear superior. A back to the corporate mail and the the server at the restaurant, you know, be, because you're a server, I'm going to treat you as you're as you are less than I am. Uh, people with this disorder have difficulty managing their emotions and behavior. They experience major problems dealing with stress and adapting to change. They withdraw from or avoid situations in which they might fail. So if it's something, you know, let's look, let's talk about uh, the corporate male in a relationship. They, if they encounter someone who, if they encounter someone who they feel, you know, they find them attractive, uh, this person has their, their affairs in order according to what they feel, um, and, and probably would be a very good match. Because they have failed in the past because of their box thinking or their behaviors or actions, and this new situation, this new person has come into their life, now they're like, oh, this is going to be just like before, especially if there are just a few minute um, personality characteristics or situations that might arrive that remind that corporate male of the failed relationships in the past, if that makes sense. The people with uh, this disorder, they feel depressed and moody, and they often fall short of perfection. Even though they are try to be perfectionist with the box thinking, they fall short of being perfect. And to them, it's like, oh my gosh, you know, I, I'm, I'm not perfect. Uh, something's wrong. And then, you know, they, they just can't get a hold on, on things. So this goes back to last season. Um, 
how's your paradigm? I think that's what it's called. Your paradigm is your the the way that you think. It's your mindset. And there are contributing factors that help formulate this this paradigm in your mindset, life experiences, your environment, you know, how you grew up, your culture, a lot of things contribute to your paradigm. So when you get a chance, try to go back and look at, listen to uh, How's Your Paradigm? And I believe there were two episodes for it. So make sure you go back and listen to the paradigm episodes, okay? So back to the personality disorder and how these people operate. They have secret feelings of insecurity, shame, humiliation, and fear of being exposed as a failure. So they overcompensate. They go and get that corporate job. They make six figures a year. They have a nice home in a nice neighborhood and nice, nice furniture, nice, good quality furniture in their homes. And they have a nice wardrobe and all those types of things. But deep down inside, that is a person who who feels humiliated. Um, they feel they have a fear of being exposed as a failure somewhere in their life. So these these people um you know, they're hurt people, hurt people. And I believe I did an episode on that. And I've been the the previous the episodes from last season have been building up to this about speaking about narcissism, because it's a very, very broad uh, subject to talk about. And I do have a few people who are willing to come in and give their um, give their uh, words of encouragement on this topic too. So stay tuned because there's more that we will talk about on uh, narcissistic personality disorder. So the causes of narcissistic personality disorder, it can be very complex. It could be an intertwinement of uh, an incorporation of different factors. These, um, the narcissistic personality disorder may be linked to a person's environment, uh, the parent-child relationships, or either too much adoration or too much criticism that didn't match the child's actual experiences and achievement. So there may, you know, let's say, um, you know, someone grew up in a big household, uh, single parent, single single parent home where the mom is there and the mom is working a lot and the older siblings have to take care of the younger child and that can um that can there's one of the contributing factors uh to this narcissistic personality disorder so though the environment you know how did this person come um how was this person raised trying to get it out um also genetics it could be also you know genetic um, inherited characteristics such as personality dis- personality traits you know what did this person see or witness as a child coming up um, sometimes you know the uh, you know maybe a parent can be such an extreme disciplinarian and in that parent being an extreme disciplinarian these um, this personality disorder evolves, but it could also, with that um, extreme disciplinarian personality, maybe the parent before that person 
could could have had could have been an extreme disciplinarian. Uh, neurobiology, the connection between the brain and behavior. As I said before, it's a, a narcissistic personality can be genetic. However, it can be. Um, in addition to that, it could be the behavior, the environment. That's what I was um, speaking of, how all these factors can intertwine and be incorporated to develop this personality disorder. So a person with um, the cause, the actual cause of it is, is, isn't really known. Some researchers think that overprotective or neglectful parenting, as I just mentioned, may have an impact on children who are born with a tendency to develop the disorder. So let's just say there might be 10, 20% of the tendency to develop this disorder. However, in childhood, the environment, the culture, the upbringing, that can kind of like trigger this personality disorder. So genetics and other factors may also play a role in the development of personality disorder. So what are some complications of narcissistic personality disorder and other conditions that that can um, arise or occur with this can include relationship difficulties, problems at work or school, depression and anxiety. Some of these people need to be on medication. Um, Sometimes there's just that big chemical imbalance and a person needs something to, as they say, level them out, to help them out. And as the awareness for, um, for mental, mental health awareness has increased, especially since the pandemic, If you need help, please get out there and please reach out to someone, to your doctor, family and friends, um, someone at your church, someone at work, and maybe they can help guide you where you need to be because medication, in addition to psychotherapy, you know, going to talk to someone, sometimes we need to get all of that off of our, off of our spirit. And that was, that goes back to you know, your low energy. Sometimes we are just carrying all the weight of the hurt and the pain, the disappointments, the frustrations, the complications in life. And we just, it wears us down and it gets us to another mental state. So please, if you need help, please don't be afraid to reach out to someone so you can get the help that you need. With um, the, another complication uh, that can arise from narcissistic personality disorder are other personality disorders, uh, such as anorexia or bulimia. It can cause health problems. It can cause drug or alcohol misuse. You know, some people try to self-medicate if they figure if they get themselves into this mental state of euphoria that the problems that they have Uh, will disappear. However, when that person comes down off that high, guess what? That problem is still there and still unresolved, still unaddressed. Another thing uh, from narcissistic personality disorder, suicidal thoughts or behavior. So if if you feel that you need that, you feel that you just can't take life anymore, if you can't, if you can't cope, let a family member know. 
let a friend know. There is a suicide hotline out there. I will uh, give a plug for it later in the segment. Reach out to someone. There are a lot of people who are who feel that life has just unjustly done them wrong, and they feel that suicide is the answer. Life is a privilege that is not given to others. Um, with, um, with especially with suicide, please get the help that you need. Please reach out to someone. So what can you do for um, prevention? Uh, people with pers- narcissistic personality disorder, um, there may there may be some treat. There is some treatment. I'm not going to say there is some treatment out there. They can uh, get treatment as soon as possible for childhood mental health problems. Uh, they can participate in family therapy and learn healthy ways to communicate or cope with conflicts or emotional distress. As I mentioned before, I am a certified life coach. Now with a life coach, we are not counselors. We are guides. We are facilitators. So what we do is we work with the prop with the person and we help identify what is what is the problem. I know for myself, this is what I do. What a person may want to work on A, or I'm sorry, a person may want to work on B, but as a facilitator, I work with them and I say, okay, that's a good goal to keep. Let's let's keep that right where it is. However, A needs to be addressed first before you can move forward to B. So that's how I um, facilitate and work with my clients and help them uh, work t- through their uh, whatever issues they may be having. My gift is problem solving. I can evaluate, analyze, and execute problems and solutions and formulate a game plan for a person. Um, a person with a narcissistic personality disorder can also attend parenting classes and seek guidance from a therapist or a social social worker, uh, someone in that profession that is able to guide them what what they can do uh, to help them be in a better space, right? That said, those are some characteristics of individuals who have narcissistic personality disorder, how it develops, how how this person came to be who they are right now. So what do you do when you encounter these types of people, either in your personal life or at work? Here are some simple steps that you can take when dealing with these types of individuals. Number one, set your boundaries. I've talked about how to set boundaries. In order to set boundaries, you need to establish what your core values are. Google core values, pick out the top five that stick out to you that really mean something to you. Those are your core values. And anything that goes against what your core values are, are your boundaries. They're your non-negotiables, what you won't give give in on. My top three are loyalty, honesty, and integrity. Those are things that are very important to me. And if a person does not fall in that category, I have to set a boundary with that person. And as they say, Treat them with a long handle spoon. Number two, 
be on alert for any instances instances of gaslighting. I did an episode on gaslighting, what it is, how the how narcissists try to make you feel as if you're the one that's wrong when actually they are because they seek to have control over an in, individual. Number three, ignore what they do. When a narcissist takes credit for your work or something that they've done for you, um, the worst thing you can do is engage and confront them about it because guess what? They're going to argue you down that you're wrong. Number four, realize that mm, most likely they won't change. Accepting that these people will not change will save you a ton of disappointment and frustration and when a family member behaves badly just let them just let them be let them let them have it as they say number 5 set limits during contact time so if you, the more you can minimize interaction with that person the better are the better off you are and that person will kind of they'll they'll try to come back especially a narcissist they'll disappear and then they'll try to resurface later on Number six, accept that your needs will not be fulfilled with this person. That said, it is what it is. If this person is not meeting your needs initially, uh, pretty much, you know, their their pattern is, you know, they're going to be consistent in being a, a narcissist and trying to gain that control and trying to gaslighting you. And the problem that some people run into is, They try to give a person a benefit of the doubt, especially if you have a big heart. Oh, you know, maybe the person's just having a bad day. Okay, you know, give them one, two, maybe three chances. And it's like, you know what? At this point, you're going to be how you are. So that's number six. Accept that your needs will not be fulfilled with this person. Number seven, do not accept the narcissist version of who you are as a person. In other words, do not seek that person's validation of who you are. That's why it's important to know your core values, who you are, your strengths, your weaknesses, what you offer um, a person, whether it's in an intimate relationship at work or just in a friendship. Do not let that person define you. Number eight, surround yourself with people who can give you an honest perspective of yourself the good the bad and the ugly i have what i call team shell each person um in in my team they play an imperative part of who i am i have that person who will honestly tell me where i am falling short and it makes me rethink it makes me reevaluate myself like am I you know how can I do this differently I have that person who's just the sounding board when I need to vent so make sure that you have a good circle of people a per uh, um, excuse me a circle of good people who surround you who support you who love you unapologetically who you are as you are number nine get to know yourself what are your flaws what are your strengths what are your weaknesses what what do you have to offer to a person in a relationship? Now, people who are in relationships with narcissists tend to have low self-esteem. So what are some things that you can do to build your self-esteem? Uh, build your self-esteem? What do people always say you're good at? Um, what are you good at doing without even thinking about it? Those are things that can help build your self-esteem. 
But back to this, get to know, get to knowing yourself with these narcissists. Don't let them validate you because they have a negative personality trait anyway. So anything that comes out of their mouth is going to be, to be ne uh, negative, negative Nancy, negative Nathan, the things of such. And sometimes they will, you know, these things, when you start hearing these negative things, you'll start to believe it. So that's why it's good to know who you are with your flawlessness and just who you who you are as a person. Number 10 and lastly and most importantly, take care of yourself. Um, when you're trying to survive in a relationship with a narcissist, you can learn certain coping skills that are not necessarily healthy. So get to know who you are. Most important thing, I thought 10 was it, but 11 is the last thing. Walk away. It may hurt. It may be disappointing. You may want to see the good in that person, but for your overall mental health and stability and sanity, walk away. If you are wronged by a narcissist, your first instinct instinct may be to seek revenge. No, let that person go. Let them, because you know what? They're going to self-destruct. Narcissists usually are very lonely people. And there's a difference between being alone and being lonely. Lonely is a person, you know, they feel like they have no one, no one to connect with. They are very, very lonely individuals. So those are some steps on what to do when you have encountered dealing with a person with narcissistic personality disorder. As I mentioned before about uh, the suicide suicide line. There is a suicide line that you can reach out to. You can text 988 and you can chat with someone. There are individuals who are there who can assist you with different, different um, issues. If you're, you know, if you're a new mom, if you're L LGBTQ, and excuse me if I didn't get it all right, um, if you're a person of color, they have someone to talk to you about those certain topics that you may face. If you're a veteran, there's someone there who can assist you. If you're the type of person who wishes to speak to, just talk to someone instead of texting, uh, you can you can call one eight 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 six two eight nine four five four okay that's the suicide hotline please reach out if you feel that you are at the end of your rope if you feel that you need some psychological help there's other uh, mental health agencies that are available now online thanks to covid you don't even have to leave the comfort of your home better help is one i always give a shout out to them so please feel free to reach out to someone in your circle or either um, texting or calling beautiful souls I thank you again for tuning in. I pray that this has helped you along your healing journey because healing is a journey. Please remember to subscribe so you can catch the next episode every second and fourth Saturday at 7 p.m. My Instagram handle is Heaven Sent Life Coaching ATL. Until next time, beautiful souls, I speak peace and love. Be blessed.
If you or someone you know are in an abusive situation, reach out to the National Domestic Violence Hotline at 1-800-799-7233 or visit them at www.thehotline.org. If you are in need of a therapist, you may reach out to betterhelp.com. Beautiful souls, remember, the power to heal from your hurt and pain lies within you. You have a choice to heal. Love starts with you. Love yourself first and love will follow.